If we could uh, just bow with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this morning. Lord, we thank you for the privilege to hear you speak to us. Lord, we ask that the Holy Spirit may do the work of anointing for the speaking, the translating, and the hearing. Lord, give us attentive ears and a listening heart. Lord, that we may be so drawn to you that we are willing to rise up and follow you. So speak to us, Lord. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Uh, could we first turn to a, a few portions of the scriptures? One in Matthew 16, verse 13. Matthew 16, verse 13. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he was asking his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Seventeen, and Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven, I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. 17节, 乃是我在天上的父指示的。我还告诉你，你是彼得，我要把我的教会建造在这磐石上，阴间的权柄不能胜过他。And then in Proverbs chapter thirty，箴言第三十章。Proverbs chapter thirty，箴言三十章。And we'll read verse twenty-four. And Four things are small on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The Shephanim, verse 26, the Shephanim are not mighty people, yet they make their houses in the rocks. 26节,沙番是软弱之类,却在磐石中造房。and we'll read that one more. The Shephanim are not mighty people, yet they make their houses in the rocks. 再读一遍,二十六节,沙番是软弱之类,却在磐石中造房。And then Psalm 104,诗篇104篇,Psalm104,and we'll read verse 18. 我们读诗篇104篇第18节。the cliffs are a refuge for the Shephanim. And In Israel, there is a famous river. That's the Jordan River. 
And I'm sure you've all heard about it. I'm sure you've read about it. And I just wanted to give you a little bit of the background of the origin or the the explanation of this river. Can you see over there? Okay. So in Israel, there's a mountain called Mount Hermon. It's uh, the tallest mountain in the region. For most of the year, as you can tell from this picture, it's snow covered. And this is at the northern part of Israel. What I can tell you is this that the River Jordan. Draws the water from the snow that comes to Mount Hermon. Next. This is the River Jordan, one of the parts of River Jordan. Okay, next. So you can see this uh, map of, of, of Israel. And um, from up here. This is where in the Bible Dan is. And then Beersheba is down here. So when you say Dan to Beersheba is from the north to the south. So in the north part, this is where Mount Hermon is. And then the story is that when the snow melts, the water goes down the mountain. And then it starts to flow. It flows south. And then the volume becomes bigger and bigger. And then you hear you see a body of water called the Sea of Galilee. And then it continues to flow downward. All the way to the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is called Dead Sea because there's no living thing in the Dead Sea. The reason is because it's the lowest part on the earth. So everything can flow into it but nothing can come out of it. So the salt content in the Dead Sea is very high. That's why fish cannot survive in it. Uh, so that's the story of the River Jordan. Uh, next slide. So I told you the River Jordan comes down into the Sea of Galilee. It's very beautiful. But it starts from a trickle of water and then the volume becomes really big when it gets to the Sea of Galilee. Next. Another picture. So it's a nice place to visit if you get a chance. So you know that, uh, especially during the time of our Lord, a lot of people made their livelihood out of the Sea of Galilee. Peter and John, they were both fishermen. And they fished in the Sea of Galilee. So you know how important the Sea of Galilee was for John and Peter and many others uh, in, in the time of our Lord. And you know, even today, from ancient times until today, water is very important. 
所以即使从古到今，那个水都是很重要。Okay, next picture. So here you see a boat. 再看一个一条船。This is a replica of the boat of the time of of the time of Peter and John. 这个是彼得、约翰那时候那个船的复制品。It's a pretty large boat. 是一个蛮大的一条船。So yeah, now you can see how it could accommodate 153 large fish. 你就可以看到这样的大船可以捕153条鱼。And then it could, you know, go back and forth in Sea of Galilee. 你可以从那个在加利海这边过渡到那边。And then the River Jordan continues to flow south. 那约旦河继续往南流。To the Dead Sea. 流到死海。It's very pretty. 也很美丽。It's a very a lot of salt there. 在里头有许多的盐。You remember when um, uh, uh, Lot's wife she became a、uh, pillar of salt? 大家记得罗德的太太成为一个盐柱。It was in this area. 就是在这个地区。And there was a lot of salt. 有很多的盐。I guess enough to make her a pillar. 就很多盐足够可以堆成一个盐堆。So I don't know the details, but I don't know whether it was a salt storm or something. But anyway, she became a pillar of salt. 但是我们不知道它怎么变的，但但是我们知道它就成为一个岩柱。Next picture. Okay. So you see the the salt content is so high in the Sea of Galilee. 啊，这个死海的。啊 ，Dead Sea. Dead Sea. 这个死海的盐分盐分是这样的高。I believe it's six times the normal salt content. 比一般的海水盐分高六倍。That you it you can float very easily on it. 所以你在里头可以很轻松的就可以不会沉下去。So here's a gentleman reading his newspaper. 你就看到这一个这个男士在读报纸。I've actually tried it. It actually does work. 啊，我的确也自己试试亲自试验，也的确就是可以这样做。Okay, next picture. There's another person relaxing. 这有一个另外一个人躺在这里很轻松的躺着。Yeah, even if you don't know how to swim, you can do this. 即使你不会游泳，你也可以这样。Okay, next picture. Okay, uh, so, let's go back. Oh, come on. Okay, um, okay, you don't have to pay attention to the man on the picture anymore. Uh, <laughs> 不必再注意看那个人了。So we know that this river is very important. 我们就知道这个河很重要。But there is a very critical piece that I haven't told you yet. 啊，有一个很重要的一个故故事我还没有告诉你们。And that relates to the verses we read earlier. 就跟我们刚才读的经节有关。It was in Matthew 16. 就是马太福音十六章。When the Lord brought the disciples to Caesarea Philippi. 当主耶稣把门徒带到该撒利亚菲利比。Now where is Caesarea Philippi? 该撒菲该撒利亚菲利比在哪呢 ？Caesarea Philippi is actually at the foot of Mount Hermon. 该撒利亚菲利比就在黑门山脚。Uh, uh, and it was interesting that the Lord brought them to such a place. 很有趣，为什么主把他们带到这里呢 ？The interesting thing about Caesarea Philippi. Even if you go there today, the first thing you'll notice about Caesarea Philippi is that there is a huge boulder. It's almost like a little mountain. And then what's very、uh, interesting about this Big mountain or boulder. This big stone, or say, a mountain, is interesting. Is that there is a big hole? Just in that, there is a hole. Or a cave. Or a cave. And what scientists will tell you? That scientists will tell us is that in history, 
Many many years back, there was probably a big earthquake. And because of that earthquake, that rock was cleft. And uh, like I mentioned to you, there's so much snow on Mount Hermon that when it melts, it goes under the ground into many springs. And uh, and then the water is stored there. So in history, when this earthquake happened, the rock was cleft, and then it actually opened up the springs. So then water came out of this cleft rock, and that's where the riverhead of Jordan is. It starts from this rock. And essentially that river goes from north from Mount Hermon all the way to the south as we saw. So this river became the lifeline, becomes the lifeline of Israel. If any of you have been to Israel, the the thing you cherish the most is when someone is telling you a dollar bottle of water. Because it's very hot, very dry, you love to have a bottle of water, especially in the summer. So water is very important, not just for drinking, but also support the livelihood of many people, including Peter and John. So that's the story of the River Jordan. So uh, if we could look look at that picture again. Next one. So if you see Caesarea Philippi, I don't know if it's very clear, but this, this, this is a big hall. There's that big boulder. And then it was cleft. Because of an earthquake. Next one. So you see water flowing from the from that cleft rock. And that essentially is the river the riverhead. So it should remind you that in Exodus 17 verse 6. Says, Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water will come out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. I'm sure we all know that that story of Moses striking the rock and the water coming out should remind you of another story. The story of Moses was prophetic. Prophetic. Uh, it would speak about the story of our Lord Jesus. That on the cross of Calvary, it was our father who struck his son. Remember in John chapter 19 and verse 34. It says, But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. 
On the cross, the Heavenly Father struck our Lord Jesus. And out of His side came forth water and blood. For you and I, because of our sins, because He was made sin, our Heavenly Father struck Him. And out of His side flowed forth water and blood. People tell us that likely when the when the spear went through the Lord's uh, side, that it pierced his heart. Outside of heart, there is fluid that uh, that is there. So when the spear went through the Lord's side, there came forth water and blood. Blood speaks of forgiveness. Forgiveness of sins. Blood, blood speaks of life. Water, water speaks of life. It speaks of provision. Our Lord not only saved us and delivered from our sins, but gave us His very life. Do you remember when the Lord said to the Samaritan woman, If you drink the, this water, you will thirst again. But if you drink the water that I shall give you, you will not only not thirst, but out of your belly will flow forth rivers of living water. So, so out of the side of our Lord, not only was there blood, but also water. What does that water speak of? Remember when our Lord told His disciples, I have to go. Because if I go, I can send you the Comforter. So remember that story. On the day of Pentecost, when the 120 were gathered in the upper room, our Lord poured the, the, the Spirit upon them. According to the Bible, they were baptized into one body. On that day, the Lord poured forth His life. It was not just the power of the Holy Spirit, but also He gave forth His life. So you see that story? You see that picture of Mount Hermon? How that water from heaven came down through uh, this huge boulder was made available to Israel. The same story. When our Lord was ascended into heaven, He poured forth His life. Because of His finished work on the cross, out of His side flowed forth water and blood and became the provision for all of us became our life so this river Jordan and this rock of a, this rock that was cleft speaks of our Lord how he was on the cross and was cleft for us and out of his his out of his side came forth water a river of living water 
and we are privileged to be able to partake of this water. So if we could turn to the next slide. There's there's a psalm in Psalm there's a Psalm 42. And we sing of this quite a bit. It's as the deer pants for the water brook, so my soul pants for you, O God. You see a picture of a deer drinking from the water. But the wonderful thing is that that song doesn't stop there. Next, next slide. In First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, that's wrong. It's, uh, this is still Psalm 42, right? Typo there. Psalm 42. It's in verse um, 7. So not only was this water of the River Jordan for drinking, but you see the, the perspective of this deer is not that this water is great for drinking, but it says the water is like waves that have rolled over me. What that speaks of is that when the enemy comes, and the deer needs to escape from the, the, the enemy. It also tries to hide in the water. Because the water covers up his scent. And then the enemy will go away. So you see this water also coming over the deer. So here's a picture of the deer in the River Jordan with the water coming over him. So you see the picture, not as just the deer drinking from the water, but the water is also coming over the deer. It should remind us of another verse. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, it says, For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Do you see the picture? Uh, it should remind you not just of the day of Pentecost, when that water was poured forth, the spirit was poured forth, and we're baptized into one body. But not only that, the same water, we were able to drink of the same spirit. So remember the term Christ in us and abide in Christ. 
So now you see the story of this, uh, this, the, the river Jordan. So and it should remind us of our own story. How our Lord, He was cleft on the cross for us. river of life available to us. On the day of Pentecost, He poured forth His life. And not only were we baptized into one body, but we were able to drink of this water. So this is the wonderful story of the River Jordan. So it's interesting that the Lord brings us to, to brings the disciples to such a place. And it is there that He talks about some great revelations. The Father reveals the Christ to Peter. And then uh, Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then the Lord said, Upon this rock I will build my church. We always know that the rock speaks of Christ. But it's likely that the Lord also referred to this rock as a picture of himself. Upon this rock that was cleft, I will build my church. And then, and then he goes on to reveal uh, the kingdom. And then he says, uh, Peter, you don't mind the things of, of, of heaven, you mind the things of earth, but you have to take up the cross and follow me. So the fourth revelation was the cross. So these four great revelations, the Lord chose to 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 uh, to share this at Caesarea Philippi. So you know how important is this place? How important is this picture? That speaks of our Lord. So this is just the intro. And this is just the background. I'm actually going to share on something different. Something else that's related. We earlier read a interesting verse in Proverbs says four things are small on the earth but they are exceedingly wise. The chef in them are not mighty people yet they make their houses in the rocks. I don't know if you ever paid attention when you read, oh, Shephanim. It probably sounds like any other name in some genealogy, right? It's pretty insignificant. You probably never thought twice about it. But interesting enough, of course, the Bible is the Word of God. And it's as big as the universe itself. So sometimes the Holy Spirit embeds some nuggets and some hidden secrets in the Word. And even something like the Shephanim. So Shephanim is actually an animal. 
Now, interesting enough, the way the Lord created him, can, created the Shephanim, can teach us some lessons. The other, so we don't get too much from the Bible other than they are, they are not mighty. But they make their houses in the rocks. And the other uh, clue is in Psalm 104, verse 18. It says the cliffs are a refuge for the Shephanim. Okay, so they live to live in high places. Okay, so we can turn to the next slide. So what is the Shephanim? In modern day, they've discovered that the Shephanim is what is called the rock hyrax. Rock badger is another word. So, the rock hyrax, we read the verse, they are not mighty people. The Shephanim, or the rock hyrax, is not very big. It, it's about 15 to 30 inches. Uh, and about 5 to 9 pounds. Uh, we don't have any babies in here, but think about a newborn baby. Very small. Very little. And that's probably how big they are. They have a lifespan of about 12 years. And they spend 95% of their time resting. That's a pretty good life, isn't it? Not only do they spend 95% of their time resting, but most of the time they spend in the sun. Or some sunbathing. And there's a, reason, there's a reason for that. Because hyraxes cannot moderate their own temperatures very well. So if it gets too hot, uh, they could actually overheat. And, and die. I was going to use another word, but that's not appropriate. Anyway, that's beside the point. Okay, so they cannot regulate their body temperatures very well. So they rely on the heat of the sun a lot. The other thing, because they cannot regulate their temperatures very well, they like to huddle with other higher axes to stay warm. So they need each other. The next thing, and we said, the Bible tells us they make their houses in the rocks. And the rock, Hyrax, may give us a clue that 
they're found near rocks. 岩石就是说给我们的一个就是又让我们联想到了岩石高山。The other thing they need to do is 另外一件事他们做的, if it gets too hot, 如果太热了, they need to cool down. 他们就需要, 呃, 需要冷下来, so that's why they need to hide in the crevices of rocks. So they can cool down their body temperature. 就使他们的, okay, next. It might take a little bit. Okay, so if you can tell, I, I don't know, it's a little small, but there's a little bit, bit, a bunch of black dots. Those are rock hyaxes. And you can tell they live in very rocky uh, 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 areas. So they live in colonies about 50. Uh, and the other interesting thing is they look for food within no further than 50 meters from their home. 50. So they, in other words, they don't really like to leave their home environment. The other interesting thing about rock hierarchs is, is they have sentries. 另外一个很有趣的，就是他们他们怕有那个好像守守望的。So these sentries they take a high vantage point. 这个守望的沙发就跑到高处。And then what they do is they watch out for danger. 他们在那边就好像看看有没有一些危险的情形。And if there are any danger, they will call out to their their buddies that hey, there's danger. 如果有危险的情形发生，他们就还会发出警号、警讯。uh, the other thing that's special about them is they live in high cliffs. 所以他们住在, like to live in high places. And like I said, they, they live in rocky terrain. 他们住在那个岩石, and they, uh, they live in pre-existing crevices. And the interesting thing is their, uh, their paws are not so developed so they're not as de dexterous. They're not so uh So in order for them to so they cannot really build their own nests or homes like other animals. So what they do is they find existing crevices and rocks. And they just clean it up. And they make it their home. The other thing about rock hierarchs is they're very social and very noisy. They have over 20 different voice signals and then high trills of warning. And interesting enough, they like to call out to each other. And then the scientists actually call it the Hyrex song. The other interesting thing about the hyraxes is that they eat in groups. They form a circle and they always look outwards from the circle because they are always watchful for the enemy. 
So if there's an enemy, then they can quickly hide into the crevices. It should always almost remind you when the time of Nehemiah when they were rebuilding the wall. Always on the alert. Uh, so because of the way they live, all the things I talked about, because they live in crevices or in rocky areas, other animals may not be may not so easily attack them. They have these sentries that call out to them. They also eat in certain formations. And then because of this, they can quickly hide into the rock. And interesting enough, especially in Israel, they rarely have any predators. They may have predators, but they're not that often, uh, you know, uh, eaten. Interesting enough for such a small animal. Actually, quite unusual in nature for this to happen. They're small. They're not mighty people. But they build their houses in rocks. So we can learn a few things from the rock hyrax. So why, why don't we show some more slides? So where is it found? Uh, in the Sahara. It's found in most of Africa. It's found in most of Africa. And also uh, a little bit along, you know, where exactly where Israel is. Okay, next. Okay. Uh, it has two large incisors. And uh, interesting enough, they look like uh, beavers or, you know, little squirrels. But, or, but they're actually a distant relative of the elephant. I don't know how they got that, but... But, so, they think that the two incisors look like the two tusks, are similar to the two tusks of the elephant. And the incisors actually protect them as well. Next. So, this is their feet. These are like rubbery in, a, uh, in texture. So it can climb through the rocks and so that they won't get hurt. So they can run quickly through the through the cliffs from the enemy. They're almost like Nike Airs, you know? So it protects them. Okay, next. So, like I said, they love basking in the sun. They may spend most of their day doing this. Of course, this is also critical to their survival. Next. 
Okay, so they love to live in colonies. They love to huddle together. And again, they're they're living in the crevice. Next. Again, these are they're pretty cute, right? And then they again they're living in colonies and crevices. Next one. Again, this is another picture of them hiding in a crevice. So you see it's difficult for the enemy to catch them. And because they live in higher places, so water is difficult to get to them. So you won't have, have floods. And if there's fire, because it's rocky terrain, they'll be protected as well. Very safe for them. Next one. Here's a rock hyrax hiding in the rock. Okay. So uh this is good for now. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the slides are good for now. So there are a few lessons that we can learn from the rock hyrax. The Bible tells us that they are not a mighty people. But they dwell in the rocks. But it also tells us they dwell in cliffs. They live in high places. So how can we learn from the rock hierarchs? So they love to live in high places. So in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, and it says that we have been raised, He has raised us with, up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So what are we to do? We are to remember that we are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. How easy it is for us to forget that. How often we get buried in the daily life. How easily we get buried in our circumstances. But remember, we are to be seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Now, I remember a story, but not quite completely. If someone can correct me or remind me after the fact, please do so. But I'm pretty sure it, it, it relates to Spurgeon. Either he visited somebody or somebody visited him in his library. And there was a plaque that said, look down. So it's very strange thing to see look down in the library. So you might think there's uh you know look down or you'll trip. No, but the explanation is that we have to look down because we have to remember we are seated with Christ. In the heavenly places. 
啊，就是那个那个杯那个牌子的意思，就是要提醒我们，我们是坐在天上，我们是要往下看。It is so easy to be overwhelmed when we're looking at things from a two-dimensional perspective. 如果我们从这个二度空间这个平面来看呢，是非常困难的。But it's that much different when you climb up to the top of the mountain. 但是如果你好像在从高山上这样看，那就不同。It's very different perspective when you're high up there and looking down. 你如果能够在那个高处这样往下看，那就完全的不同。But here it says seated with Christ in the heavenly places. 但是在这里说啊，与基督一同坐在天上。So I imagine, you know. Being on like a space shuttle, 你就会想到，也许你就在那个太空梭里。And then you look down towards the earth. 你从那太空梭看那个地球。That's quite a different perspective, isn't it? 那是那你那你就会完全有不同的景观。So he has already raised us up with him. 他已经把我们一同带到天上。And seated us with him in the heavenly places. 与基督一同坐在天上。Past tense. So let us take up that position. So we should have that position. Like the rocks, like the rocks, like the rocks, like the rocks, like the rocks. 如果你把沙帆一个沙帆带离他一个一个他熟悉的环境 ，It would not be able to survive very long. 他没有办法活得很久。One of the key elements of their life. 他们生活中一个很重要的一个因素。Because they cannot regulate their body temperature. 因为他们不能调整自己的体温很好。They need to rely on one another. 他们需需要彼此能够来帮助。So this should remind us. 这就提醒我们。On our own. We would not be able to survive spiritually. We cannot survive spiritually. So they rely on one another. So these sailboats, 彼此彼此依赖依赖彼此 We also need to rely on one another. 我们也应该彼此依赖 We need to encourage one another. 我应该彼此劝慰 Maybe when our brother or sister is cold. 也许呃也许弟兄姊妹呃 cold cold 感冒 cold no 冷的话冷 Or you know, spiritually cold. Maybe they need a word of encouragement. Maybe they need us just to say, "Brother, I'm right here with you." Or maybe a brother or sister is sick. All they need to hear is, "Brother, I am praying for you." Or brother or sister, let me pray with you. 或者弟兄姊妹，我们跟你一起祷告。So they need each other. 所以他们，我们是彼此需要。We also need each other. 所以沙帆彼此需要，我们也是彼此需要。In order for us to survive, 我们我们为了生存。We in order for us to keep each other warm. 我们为着彼此能够保持温暖。We need each other. 我们我们需要彼此的帮助。The other aspect of the rock hyrax. 关于沙帆的另外一点 ，it、uh, it needs to bask in the sun. 它需要在那个太阳有太阳浴
It should remind it should remind us that we not just need each other. But we but we need our Lord. Uh, and He is our light. He is our life. Now um uh remember the Lord said this. I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness. But we'll have the light of life. It says, uh, and then uh, your your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So we know need our Lord as our light. But we also need him as our sun. Provide the warmth of life. To give us the provision of life. So again, basking in the sun. Uh, the other thing is, they spend 95% of their time resting. It should also remind us that we ought to rest in the Lord. How busy, busy, busy we can get. We get to such a point that we uh, just get caught up with our busyness. But we ought to be like that Harak Harris, basking in the sun, resting in the finished work of the Lord. The other special feature of the Harakarics is the sentries. And these sentries actually help warn the Harakarics of danger. It should remind us of the sentries that the Lord has provided in the church. Those that know the word, those that can help shepherd the flock, encourage the weak. So if you read in Acts 2028, says, Be on guard for yourselves and for all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. And then in First John 2.13, First John 2.13 I am writing to you fathers because you know him who has been from the beginning. I am writing to you young men because you have overcome the evil one. So again, you here see overseers. You see uh, uh, fathers. And then Paul also talks talks about apostles and prophets and pastors. Gifts to the church. To serve as sentries. 
是教会的守望 ，or watchman， 或者是守望者 ，to watch watch out for the dangers that may come， 就是为着可能来的一些危险在那边守望。Of course, the Holy Spirit is the ultimate sentry. 但是的确，那圣灵至终呢，他就是那个守望 ，warning us of dangers， 也为也警戒我们一些警告。So if you read， 呃、uh, ，OK，verse、uh, twenty-seven and the same chapter chapter two， 就是约翰一书第二章 ，verse twenty-seven。As for you, the anointing which you receive from Him abides in you, and you have no need for anyone to teach you, but at His anointing, but His anointing teaches you about all things, and is true and is not a lie, and just as has taught you, you abide in Him. 你们从主所受的恩高常存在你们心里，并不用人教训你们，自有主的恩高在凡事上教训你们。这恩高是真的，不是假的。The other interesting about the rock hyrax. 另外关于另外沙班的地点 I mentioned that they're very noisy. 就就他们好像会发出很多的噪音 And they love to call out to each other. 他们喜欢好像彼此的交谈 They actually have over twenty different voices. 他们好像有二十种不同的那个声调 And it should remind us of fellowship. 这就提醒我们关于交通。How they love to have fellowship. 好像他们很喜欢彼此交通一样。And the Bible tells us. 圣经告诉我们。That our we that we have seen and heard. First John chapter one verse three. What we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you also, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son Jesus Christ. 就是约翰一书第一章第三节。我们将所看见、所听见的传给你们，使你们与我们相交。我们乃是与父并他儿子耶稣基督相交的。So fellowship is very important. 所以交通是很重要的。So the life of the rock hyrax is also defined by this fellowship. 所以这个沙班的生活就好像也常常在这样交通。Or them c a l l 他们彼此这样子呃彼此谈话。And interesting enough, scientists actually call that the rock hyrax song. 所以的确，沙呃科很有趣，科学家说这是他们沙班的歌。So there's one verse I think we have to turn to. That is in Ephesians chapter five. 所以就提醒我们必须来看一个经节，就是以弗所书第五章。Ephesians chapter five and verse nineteen. 以弗所书第五章十九节。Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. 当用诗章、颂词、灵歌彼此对说，口唱心和的赞美主。Doesn't this remind you of that singing to one another? 那是不是就提醒我们那个沙班好像彼此这样对唱呢 ？The other thing that we talked about. 啊，另外一点我们所提的 was that the rock hyrax are always on the alert. Even when they eat, 即使他们吃的时候，吃东西的时候 ，so、uh, we in the same way need to be alert. 同样的，我们也应该保持警戒。Our Lord told us in Luke twenty-one thirty-six. Sorry, I'm reading a lot of verses, but Luke twenty-one verse thirty-six. 在路加福音二十一章三十六节 ，says, but keep on the alert at all times. Praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are about to take place, and to stand before the Son of Man. 你们要时时警醒，常常祈求
，使你们能逃避这一切要来的事，得以站立在人子面前。So we need to be on the alert. 我们要常常警醒。Um, and then probably finally. 啊，也许在最后一点。One of the most defining things of the Rakhirex. 这个沙番他们最特那最能代表他们的 is that it dwells in in the rocky areas. 就是他们住在那个岩石山上 and that it lives in the rocks. 住在那个岩石的山上 So,、uh, remember the Lord told us. 记得主也告诉我们 in John chapter fifteen. 约翰福音第十五章 that abide in me. 住在我里头 and I in you. Apart from me, you can do nothing. 离了我，你们不能做什么。And then also in Psalm 18, 诗篇第十八篇。Psalm 18 and verse 2, 诗篇十八篇第二节。The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. 耶和华是我的岩石，我的山寨，我的救主，我的神，我的磐石，我所投靠的。他是我的盾牌，是拯救我的脚，是我的高台。And we already were told that because of the rocky terrain that the rock hierarchs live in. 我们刚才说到这个沙番，他们是住在那个山上磐石的这个那块地形。They're shielded from the enemy. 所以就就就使得他们使得与这个他们那个敌人就可以分开来。They're shielded from water. 好像也从可以保护他们不受那个水的侵害。They're, they're shielded from uh, the uh, fire. 保护他们不受那个火的侵害。And it's a safe haven for them. 所以对他们来讲，好像是一个。So we ought to remember, we ought to abide in Christ. So it 就提醒我们，我们就要住在基督里。He is to be our rock. 基督就是我们的磐石。He is to be our deliverer. 是我们的拯救者。And we should not be far from Him. 我们不能离开他。Remember, the Lord said, "If you do not abide with me, 记得主说，你们若不住在我里头 ，you will wither and die. 你就会枯干，就会死。So remember, the rock hyrax. 所以记得沙番 ，they rarely look for food outside of 50 meters from their home. 所以他们寻找食物不会超过五十公尺以外。So again, they find their food also in their proper environment. 所以他们的食物寻找食物有在他们的范围里头寻找。So if you think about it， 所以当我们想一想 ，the rock hyrax has all of his provisions within his proper environment. 所以你就看到沙番的他所有一切的供应就在他那个居住的范围。We said Uh, he gets light. He also finds his food. And also finds the water. So in the same way, we should find our sufficiency in the Lord. He is our light. He is our food. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. 人活着不是光靠食物，乃要靠神口里所出一切的话。And remember the the picture of the deer drinking from the water of life. 我也记得刚才那个鹿在那边吸水喝水的时候。So the Lord says, "Abide in me." 所以主说，呃，住在我里头。So、uh, a few more verses I think that we should read. 
that we are reminded of because of the rock hyrax. As we abide in him, Romans 8, Romans 8, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing will be able to set us, separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And then one more verse, and that's John chapter 10 and verse 29. And this is probably one of the most comforting verses, I think, in the Bible. Actually, we start from verse 28. And I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. So we not just see one hand here, our Lord's hand, but here it also talks about the Father's hand. So a pair of hands, the hand of our Lord and the hand of the Father and no one is able to snatch them out of the hands. Isn't that like the rock? Isn't that the right place for us to be in? Shouldn't that define us? The name of the the shephanim is rock hyrax. It doesn't sound really good, but if you think about ourselves, if we can become rock men, that what defines us that is that we are constantly abiding in Christ. Wouldn't that be a wonderful description for us? As someone that's always abiding in Christ. So this is no ordinary rock. We mentioned earlier on. This rock of ages was the rock that was cleft. He has given us his all. He, he shed his blood. 
We remembered him this morning because he shed his blood and his blood, because of his blood, we have been justified. But not only that, this rock of age is out of his side full forth water. Speaks of provision. Speaks of life. Not just life, but life abundant. We, we can drink of that water. So that out of our bellies will flow forth water. Life abundant, flowing out of us. Wouldn't we want to be near this rock? Don't we want to be in this environment that He has created for us? I think it was in uh, in Kenya. 在, 可能是在肯亚, the rock hierarchs somehow became extinct. 肯亚在, 呃, 沙番在肯亚好像快要绝种了, and some scientists did an experiment. They tried to reintroduce rock hierarchs into that area. So they took some hierarchs that they had in like a zoo. It was around 15 of them. And then they also took 15 wild rock hierarchs that they captured. And they took them and put them in this special place in Kenya. Unfortunately, soon after, they discovered they all died. So they realized something. That the only way the rock hierarchs can survive is if it's in its proper environment. It needs the rocky terrain. It needs the other rock characters that they have built up this relationship with. It needs the sentries to protect them. It needs to be at a high place. And all of this, the right environment will allow the rock hierarchs to survive. It should remind us of this, that we need to be in our proper environment, or will not survive spiritually. So in Hebrews it said, do not forsake the assembling uh, with the brethren. Assembling together. So we cannot stop meeting with brothers and sisters. We are not mighty people. We are weak in our own right. We may think we're great. But the way the Bible describes us as just like these rock hierarchs. Weak in our own right. We need the Lord. We need the Rock of Ages. We need one another. We need fellowship. We need rest. We need all of this proper environment. For us to be able to survive spiritually. Not just survive, but thrive. 
And if we are also watchful, allow the sentries to look after us, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, just like the rock hearts in Israel, you'll rarely find predators. So the enemy can come and attack and pursue. But the gates of Hades should not prevail against the church. So we come back to Caesarea Philippi. The Lord said, Upon this rock I will build my church. The Lord has created has given us himself as our proper environment. And he has also given us one another. So any time that we feel like really proud that we've done something, remember the rock hierarchs. Because that's really all that we are in, 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 in you know uh in those terms in, in pictorial terms. Um so, um, I wanted to show uh, just a few video clips. You can see here that the uh, rock pirates, they're running around in the rocks. The rubbery feet allows them to do that. I'll just show you one more uh, one more thing. This is one of the noises they make. Just just wanted to share you a few videos. Um, so uh, hopefully we can all learn from the rock hyrax or the shephanim. May the Lord speak to us. May we all be found to be rock men or rock women. That defines us. That that we can really live uh, in um, the light of His Word. It's late, so why don't we just bow with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you that you are the Rock of Ages. 
And Lord, thank you for the finished work on the cross. Lord, thank you that you have given us everything. Lord, you not only shed your blood so our sins are are forgiven. We can, we can be justified. But Lord, thank you, out of your side flow forth water as well. Lord, you gave us life and life abundant. And Lord, thank you that you have given us the privilege to abide in you. So that this life can grow and thrive in us. Lord, that uh, this life may become uh, rivers of living water. That it could edify others as well. But Lord, we pray that we may learn from the rock hyrax. Lord, help us to learn to abide in you. To rely on one another. To, to bask in your Son. Lord, to live in our proper spiritual environment. That we may be able to grow. Lord, thank you. It is you who is building the church. Lord, it is you who is doing the work. But Lord, we pray that we may cooperate and abide in you. Lord, this wonderful rock of ages. So Lord, we commit these words back into your hands. May your Holy Spirit continue to do the work of interpretation and enlightening. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' precious name. Amen.